Hey, Seattle hockey fans. It is a Tuesday. It is a Turbo Tuesday. So as promised, we're going to hear from Brandon Tanev. That's coming up. I'm also going to go over some um, stats. We're going to go over how many goals, assists, points overall. Some of your favorite Seattle Kraken players are on pace to, uh, to reach by the end of the regular season. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken one of your listens of the day. My name is Erica L. Ayala, and as promised yesterday, not only are we going to hear from Turbo, not from today, but from Sunday, but I wanted to wait to do this episode until after the Seattle Kraken had practice. They did have practice. Practice ran a little long. Unfortunately, uh, media made available to us. Uh, as of right now, the only person we heard from was Dave Haxtell. And I mean that he did give us some good nuggets, but, uh, you know, I, I wanted to hear from what the, the players thought about this particular practice after a really tough loss. But uh, I promised you some Turbo Tanev. Uh, I'm just going to present the video as it was presented to us. Brandon Tanev, shirtless. Ha <laughs> ha. After Sunday's loss, but speaking some truth, some real truth, and you can feel and hear and see the disappointment in Brandon Tanev. And uh, so here's Turbo Tanev for Tuesday. Yeah, obviously it's uh, it was a specialty games tonight, and there was a lot of penalties. And uh, I think as a group, we just need to regroup and take deep breaths. But I know unfortunately that's not the result we wanted. But there's a uh, you move forward and you learn from this and uh, you get ready to work the next day. Yeah, obviously it's a hard-fought game and pucks are bouncing each way and good bounces, bad bounces, but at the end of the day it's uh, it's sticking to what we know and playing the right way and I think, you know, as a group we get better from this and we learn from this and we move forward. Obviously it's not the the result we want as a team, but, you know, we got one point there and at the end of the day, you know, you learn from this and you move forward and you get ready for the next one. So again, you hear the disappointment, you see the disappointment. I'm right there with you, Turbo. And I want to go to an article that honestly made me laugh out loud. Um, I have been criticized by some for being what some people would call too negative, a negative Nancy, giving my analysis of the Seattle Kraken, which I think is hilarious because... Um, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's compromise. And uh, that's a song lyric. But my point being that you can't, <laughs> there hasn't been enough yet. There's not enough history, enough positive history for us to just lament on the fact. Now, that being said, I, I also went on a tear talking about the novelty has not worn off. You can be real about a team that especially a team that's not playing well, and still absolutely love and be excited for what's to come. But I want to take you to this article by Jeff Baker in the Seattle Times, why Kraken fans' anger after a late collapse is a good thing. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a portion of this. I'll leave the link. You should check it out. 
I have a subscription to the Seattle Times and let's, you know, support journalism. I'm all here for it. By the way, make sure you subscribe to Locked on Kraken. Okay. The messages came fast and furious on Twitter, email, and via online story comments Sunday night. Kraken defenseman Carson Carson Susie needs to go. You know who you are. Some of you were ready to send him packing. I talked about it on yesterday's show. I'm with Jeff that that's a little bit of let's let's just kind of calm down. But here's what made me laugh out loud. Here we go. Looks like we finally graduated from what I'll call the cute sea otter phase of the Kraken's fledgling existence. Let me explain. Whenever I visit the Seattle Aquarium, usually with out-of-town guests, we check out the sea otters first. The furry creatures delight newbie onlookers by backstroking, preening, and doing all kinds of innocuous things a four-foot-long, 75-pound whiskered marine mammal is capable of. It's fun for a while, but the novelty wears off, especially once you've seen the cutesy act a few times. Last season, the Kraken were a bunch of sea otters. That is hilarious to me. But I also love that he talks about the Seattle Kraken being what? Teenagers. He talks about them being teenagers. And that is something that if you are a longtime listener to Locked on Kraken, you know that is my way of describing this team at times. Um, <clears throat> he goes on to say they, the Seattle Kraken, could c- collapse in the third period for weeks on end. Lau goals, your average street hockey teenager might stop. Try to score on the power play with all the fertility of a sea otter attempting to outbox a kangaroo. And yet the fan base was overwhelmingly forgiving. Hey, chill out, they'd say. What do you expect from our cute little expansion hockey team? Be happy. We finally have the NHL. And then he goes on to say that appears to be a thing of the past. And who is responsible for this? None other than Carson Susie. The only thing I will disagree on is some of us, and I will say we, um, although I think if you listen to the show, you know my stance on a certain Shane Wright. Some of us have shown that we are out of the cute little sea otter phase with the time on ice situation with Shane Wright. Oh my. And then there is the group that has been ready to get rid of Haxtell since he came to Seattle. But I just thought that was hilarious. I just wanted to bring it up. Okay, so we've heard from Brandon Tanev about the tough loss. Jeff Baker says the sea otter phase is over. So what does that mean for this Seattle Kraken squad? Let's talk about it coming up on Locked on Kraken. But right now, I want to let you know that this episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds, trends for every professional and amateur league that is out there. Football, basketball, soccer, esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love a sports podcast, which of course you do, hello Locked on Kraken listener, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today. 
Use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. And we are so glad that you are listening to Locked on Kraken, making us a part of your daily routine because we are your daily Seattle Kraken podcast. Um, But make sure you listen to Locked on Sports today. Locked on Sports today should be your second listen from the games that matter to the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can give you. Just like everything else on the network, you can listen on your audio platform of choice. And of course, you can watch on YouTube. All right, fans, is the honeymoon over, essentially? That's that's what... uh. That's what our guy Jeff Baker is essentially saying. But it's a good thing. And I agree with him there. I do think it's okay for us to be critical of this team. We need to be critical of this team. This team needs to be critical of themselves. So, sounds like there was a longer practice today. Sounds like Dave Haxtell talking about with this extended time, played Sunday, won't play until Thursday. There's time to work on things. You can take more time on the ice, and that's exactly what the Seattle Kraken did. Yeah, we talk in practice. You know I love talking practice. I don't love talking about the Seattle Kraken not practicing, but it sounds like that didn't happen. Now, I told you it was Turbo Tuesday. I'm not going to disappoint you all. Yeah, I know. We heard from Turbo. We got to see Turbo. But um, I also wanted to talk about Turbo by way of uh, stats on pace. On pace stats. I don't know. When you're on, uh, you know, stats on pace for. I don't know. I'm like... I don't know what what it's called. You know what I'm talking about, though. In we've played 16 games. Where are we at with, you know, where can we project with a mathematic equation where some of the Seattle Kraken players will end up this season? Do we think that's good? Do we think it's bad? Are we, you know, are we indifferent? So I haven't done this in a while, but we're going to go over to Kraken season. Kraken season on Instagram. I've talked about it before. Hey, hello. We'll talk about Gustav Olofsson in a little bit. But Kraken season, I want to, here we go. Zooming in here. We're starting with Maddie Beniers. That's just the slide that's open. I didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, The stats are in for Maddie. He's on pace for 27 goals, 49 points uh, in his rookie season the seattle kraken overall are at ni- uh, on pace for 98 points that would put them second in the pacific division and of course put them in playoff contention this is well above what i thought we would we would be at if i'm being honest uh i actually don't think that was the videos ever came out i gotta i'm gonna inquire about that we we had some bet online odds that we were given early in the season and i thought these odds were a little high 43 wins, 98 points. Okay. Okay. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, Burakovsky, 21 goals, 71 points. Uh, Vince Dunn, 10 goals, 43 points. Alex Wenberg, 16 goals, 43 points. Morgan Geeky, 52 points, 26 goals. Let's go. And, of course, the formula is based on how many games these players have played. Um of course, divided by the the total number of games played by the Seattle Kraken. Um, here we go. Oliver Bjorkstrand, 
only five goals, but 43 points. And you're going to hear me talk with another Locked On Kraken, or excuse me, another Locked On NHL host, a little bit about this particular stat. Five goals, I would like to see more goals from Bjorkstrand. Um, But 43 points, not bad. Will Borgen, 10 goals, 21 points. Jared McCann, 32 goals, 52 points. Daniel Sprong, 16 goals, 59 points. All right. I told you we were going to talk about Brandon Tanner. So what does this have to do with Brandon Tanner? We'll go back to that in a minute. But I talked about on Monday's episode at the very end how painful it was that I didn't get to just gloat about how Yanni Gord and Brandon Tanev played. Their high intense, their high intensity of play is just, I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal to watch. So you saw those stats. Thank you, Kraken Season. Uh, let's talk about though Brandon Tanev. 10 games played out of the 16. Excuse me. 16 games played for the Seattle Kraken. He is on pace for 51.25 points in an 82-game season. That would be 20 goals, so roughly 30 assists, 31.25, I guess. Yanni Gord, another player. I mean, if you look at natural stat trick, I'm going to show you this real quick, but you can see that um, they have this cool chart. It's called an individual events map. And if you look at the chart first for Brandon Tanev, I mean, you just see how active he is, particularly in the offensive zone. Um, It tracks things like hits, uh, when he's putting on hits or when he's absorbing hits, uh, obviously shots and goals, uh, attempts uh, at a block, um, successful blocks, mostly in the defensive zone for Tanev. And then also same thing for Yanni Gord. Now, what I like about Yanni's um, individual event map is that you see a little bit more of him. You Like he has a, an indicator in every zone, in all three zones. And so that full game, but Yanni Gord winning the puck to then set up what we thought could potentially be a game-winning goal for Brandon Tanev, I just really like how these guys are operating. Okay, so looking at pace for Yanni Gord, he's got nine points in 15 appearances. That's 49. That's on pace for 49.2 points. He has seven assists, so he's on pace for 38.26 assists. So let's just take a look first with Brandon Tanev. That would be a career high. And I know I talked about this last season because we did see some career highs. Again, guys are getting opportunities that they weren't getting before. So I said Brandon Tanev, 51.25 points. His career, on his career, he has 117 points. The most points he had, actually, ironically, came with Winnipeg in the 2018-19 season. You can see that right there. What about Yanni Gord? Let's take a look. Let's take a look now for Yanni Gord. I told you that he's on pace for 49.2 points and 38.26 assists. This is what that looks like for Yanni Gord comparative to his career stats. So we see that, you know, in, in 2017, 18, 
he had a career high of 64 points. So he's still coming under that number. Um, but hey, you know, that was a, a, an outlier year for him. And previous high before that, you can see twice he hit 48 points. So we are on pace for Yanni Gord to give his second best performance ever in his career. Uh, but really start getting up to those numbers. Uh, would love 64 points, Yanni. But I'm just saying. So I love this. I love, uh, thank you again, Kraken Season, for, uh, you know, piquing my interest on pace and points. And Kraken Season asked this question. I'll ask you the same. Obviously, I'm very impressed right now with how Yanni Gord and Brandon Tanev are playing. Is there anyone who you think is right where they should be? Anyone who you think is overperforming? Is there someone underperforming? Let me know in the comments coming up next on Locked on Kraken. I want to talk about Philip Grubauer. You'll hear a little bit from Dave Haxtell about Philip Grubauer. And then, of course, it is Hockey Fights Cancer Month. So I want to talk about that as well. But before we do that, I want to let you know that this episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with a home security system but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked on Kraken listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50-50% off. Now, this will be their biggest offer of the year, so you're not going to want to miss it. Here's why people love it. Simply Safe was named best home security system in 2022. That's the third year in a row that US News and World Report has named Simply Safe their best home security system. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use the Fast Protect technology exclusively found at Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so that you get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system the Locked On Network recommends. You can get 50% off the new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com backslash locked on NHL. And remember, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you as always, Seattle hockey fans, for making us one of your listens of the day. This is your daily Seattle Kraken podcast. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala, and we're going to get out of here talking about Groovy. I've been very high on Martin Jones. You'll hear later in the week. Do I think Martin Jones has earned the starting spot? Assuming Philip Grubauer is on his way back soon. Well, you got to listen a little bit later in the week to get my thoughts on that. But for now, let's take you to today's post-practice media availability with Dave Haxtell. It's hard to have a practice like we had today if you're playing every second day. Um, so every, you know, every stretch is a little bit different. Um, and that's why I, mean, I talk about the, the, you know, what a premium there is for practice time. And if it's 20 minutes, you got to make good use of it. If, if you have the luxury like we do, you know, today and tomorrow of being able to go a little bit longer. Um, you know, we, we put a lot of thought into, you know, how that comes together. And, you know, I like the result today. Our, our execution wasn't, uh, you know, probably wasn't as good as, you know, we would like it to be. But it's, uh, you expect some of that coming off a day off. But our life and energy was great. So, you know, we want to build on our execution for a shorter practice tomorrow. 
And then Grubauer got a lot of work today. Is, is he any closer? Or is he still week to week? Well, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it now when he's you know ready to uh, take over a full practice. Obviously, shared in that today, and that's a good step in the process. But uh, so it's you know it's uh, it's a step forward. Um, you know what that exactly means for the for the short term. We have to probably evaluate over the next 24 hours, um, and then you know decide on what the next step is from there. The question, in case you didn't. Um, hear it. I will just reiterate. The question was asking about Philip Grubauer, him being fully dressed and on the ice participating. And you heard what Dave Haxtell said. It's great. It's a part of his progress. He's on track there. The next step, though, is for him to fully command. He's not there yet. So he's still splitting time as he works his way back. So to be determined. And again, to be determined on whether I personally think that uh, Philip Grubauer is immediately going to come back. There's a few things to to consider, in my opinion. But one thing that is indisputable is Philip Grubauer's cancer uh, mask for the cancer cause. That's a weird. That's a weird title there. I don't know that. Got my tongue all twisted. A mask for the cause, let's just say. Uh, Philip Grubauer, you probably have seen on social media a lot of the accounts that you should be following if you are not already. Sound of Hockey, Emerald City Hockey, etc. have been reporting about Philip Grubauer's Cure for the can- for- Cure for Cancer mask, Hockey Fights Cancer Month. Uh, that's that beautiful light purple that we see. Philip Grubauer has, it's like a sketched S. So definitely giving us those, like, uh, you might not be old enough to know this, some of you, but those, uh, you know, when you used to draw the the dollar symbol or like that superimposed as, I don't know what it was called, but it was a thing. Anyway, it gives back those vibes. Um, so here's why Philip Grubauer has this specialty mask and read this story by Bob Condor. One big reason is back home. One of my little goalie buddies from the village next to us where I grew up, he had a brain tumor. Um, doctors told him he's not likely to make it too far. Chances are pretty, pretty slim. I keep in touch with him, sending him videos, FaceTime, uh, then a miracle happened and he's fine. Now he's back on the ice as a young teen. I've been in touch with him for a long time. Oh, is a partnership with Virginia Mason Franciscan Health. And that is an organization dedicated to cancer research. Uh, So this year's jerseys, uh, they have a unique detail in the numbers that incorporate the purple ribbons and intertwining number sets. Uh, the r- purple ribbon is represented, representative of pan- pancreatic cancer and is one of the deadliest forms of the disease. Um, we can all support the research with contributions or by making a bid on Grubauer's mask beginning today through the end of the month. And so I'll have those links if you want to check it out. Best of luck, bon chance. Um, not only to, if you're bidding on the mask, but if you or someone that you love, someone that you care for is fighting this battle. Again, my family's been there a handful of times. Um, and so I'm with you and sending good vibes. And if you need more than that, please reach out. You can find me at lockedonkraken at gmail.com. I'm uh, happy to do what I can to support people who are going through this because again, I know it's not easy. All right. Um, you know, hockey 
like a lot of other things, intertwines with our lives in ways that we don't always expect. Brighter side comes from families who are dealing with it, knowing that there are people like you, the greater hockey community, supporting us. So thank you. And be kind to yourselves and to each other. Check on those that you love. And we've got a little ways to go, but you know how we do. We hold fast, we stay true, and we say, let's go Kraken. I'll see you tomorrow on a brand new episode of Locked on Kraken.